0: This episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast is brought to you by my friend James Bean and SeedsHereNow.com. SeedsHereNow.com is the number one source for high quality seeds with a money back guarantee and lightning fast shipping. With monthly sales, James Bean's pocket full of freebies and easy credit card payments, you cannot beat SeedsHereNow.com. To catch the latest drops from your favorite breeders, check out SeedsHereNow.com today. Welcome to the show, podcast world. I'm your host. My friends call me Rasta Jeff. This is episode 724 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk about harvesting our seeded ganja plants. Before we get to that part of the show, let's do a few shout outs to a few of those great folks who continue to support the show on Patreon. Let's kick it off with the big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you. Shout out to my friend All Mixed Up. Let's send a big thank you shout out to Roll This Nug and Larf Knight Rises. Let's send a thank you shout out to Brian P. and Mr. Mean Green. I want to send a big fist bump and a thank you shout out to Stone Trout Bum and Godfather Kush. Let's send a thank you shout out to Noah N. and Growing Tennessee. Let's send a big thank you shout out to Roll Me One Kenobi. Then let's wrap it all up with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to Elder's Garden. Big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on Patreon. If you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so, all you have to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need will be right there on the screen. And you know, I do include that link in the show notes and in the video description to make it nice and easy for all of my friends this is the part of the show where i do invite you to join me for the groovy gravy secret stash seed event in denver colorado on march 26th that's right saturday march 26th we are doing a seed event featuring irie genetics top dog oni masonic and many other great seed breeders and vendors join us all you have to do is follow it's groovy gravy on instagram there's a link in their bio all of the info you need will be right there you can get tickets you can find out exactly who will be there make sure you get tickets now because it is almost sold out check out it's groovy gravy on instagram for access to the seed event in denver all right no more advertising let's get right to the point of this podcast i've been doing a talk about uh, feminized seeds. I taught you how to make your silver thiosulfate solution. Uh, we talked more in depth about storing the solution, more about application. I did two full episodes on it. Now we should have made some seeds by now. Let's talk a little bit about harvesting seeds. This episode is going to be about harvesting seeded cannabis plants. This doesn't really matter if the seeds are regular seeds, if they're fem seeds, if they're auto flowers, if they're even hemp seeds. This will work for just about any sort of cannabis seeds. If they are ready if they're mature if they're ripe this will be an effective method so big up to everybody who asked me for advice on harvesting seeds this is how i personally harvest my seeded cannabis plants i'm going for maximum seed uh harvester i want as many as i can get as many healthy seeds so uh, this is how i do it for commercial one thing i do is i start checking for the ripeness of the seed we don't want to just chop down a plant if we don't know it's not ready Most of the time we would get a magnifying glass and we would look at the trichomes. We can't do that here. We're not uh, concerned about the trichomes. The trichomes honestly do not matter at this point. All I care about is the seeds. Are the seeds ready? So what I do is I start pulling seeds out of the plant. Usually uh, around day 65 or 70, the plants will be ready. So about day 60, 65, uh, I try not to get too impatient, but I do pay attention to each cultivar. I will just start pulling seeds out of the buds. Uh, I like to get the top of the plant, the middle of the plant, and the bottom of the plant. Don't go for those obvious seeds that are sticking up right at the edge of the bud. Go for something kind of deeper into the bud that's not protruding out, showing you that it's almost ready. Get a seed that you actually need to investigate, something that hasn't been getting all of the light, something that's a little deeper into the plant, something not prime, not ideal. That one will be ready. If you find the right seed, it's ready. Let's find a surprise seed, one in the middle, uh, one in a million, and see what that seed looks like. So I will pull the seed out of the nug. I'll just reach in there, and you can, you can feel it. If it's hard enough at this point, you can feel it. Just work its way out of the bud, pull it out, get the casing or the hole or the shell, whatever you want to call that part, get that right off of your seed. Now we need to visually inspect our seed. What color is the seed? Is it pale? If it's still pale, if it's white and pale or grayish, it is not ready yet. Uh, there's, a, there's two different kinds of gray. There's a gray where it's not ready and a gray when it's almost too done. So if it's light-colored, uh, still soft and squishy, obviously not done. Is it starting to get some color to it? Is it getting tiger striped? Is it getting green? Is it getting brown? Is it getting, is it getting moldy? But let's pay attention to all of the things that could be happening to the seeds. We do have potential of getting powdery mildew, bud rot. All those things are still possible when we're breeding with four seed. So let's pay attention, make sure we're not getting anything on the seeds and the plants. So let's pull the seeds out, see if they're ripe, see what they're looking like. Uh, when they start feeling hard, I give them what I call the pinch test. Uh, when they start feeling hard, is when it is time to harvest. When most of the seeds within that plant feel hard, I'll pull a few out, I'll roll them on a hard wooden table. This table's fairly hard. You can hear me knock on it. That's a hard, sturdy, solid table. A table, a countertop, something that with no give. That's what I would take the seeds and I'd spread a bunch out on the table and press them with my pointer finger and just roll them around, crush them. If they crush, they're not ready. If they don't crush, they're probably ready. Uh, if they super don't crush, you may have gone too far. If you let these seeds go too long, they will get too hard. So uh, reach into the bud, pull out a few seeds, uh, roll them around, crush them, see what they do. When they don't crush anymore, when the majority of the seeds don't crush, it is time to harvest. It will be hard, <clears throat> excuse me, it will be hard to achieve a point where every seed in that plant is optimal. Just like trichomes, uh, we want to go when the majority of the plant is done. So. We want as many seeds as we can get. Some of the seeds will not be done. Some will be overripe, but the majority will be perfect if we take this plant down at the right time. So we find out the seeds are hard. We find out they're the right color. They got their tiger stripes. They're not crushing. It is time to cut them down. I usually chop down around day 70, 72 uh, in an indoor flowering run. That's if pollen happened around the right time. Uh, I did a previous episode to tell you about that. So um, chop when they're ready. That's what it says here. Chop when ready. Before I chop, I do a heavy defoliation. I go in and I pull off as many leaves as I can possibly remove because this is going to help speed up the drying process. This is going to help drastically speed up the sorting process. We don't want to sort through a bunch of leaves. Uh, We're going to turn this all into a powdery dust eventually and get the seeds out. So um, pull off all the leaves that you can. Defoliate heavily before you cut the plants down. Then after they're naked, I will cut them down. I've got a couple of different ways to do this, depending on space, uh, where I am, the environment. Uh, sometimes if I'm working with a bunch of plants of one strain and all of the seeds in there are going to be the same seeds, I will lay a tarp on the floor, maybe some panda film on the floor. Uh, one time I just used a big trash can lid and let that catch any seeds that may fall out. Then I just hang the plants, uh, from the ceiling. I use either fishing line or, uh, one time I was in a basement. I just used a bunch of little eye hooks and screwed them into the basement ceiling, uh, into the rafters down there. But, uh, Hang, hang the plants up. That's the point here. Get the plants hanging so that they're going to dry. Don't let them hang too long because they will get dry and seeds will begin to fall out. If you've got, see, if you've got plants, they will fit in Rubbermaid tubs. I've got these Rubbermaid tubs. They're approximately, I'm going to guess they're three feet long by two feet wide by 18 inches tall. They've got a lid on them. I do not put the lid on them, but they do come with the lid. Sometimes I'll chop down the plant and just put the entire plant right inside of that tub. Just let it sit right in there. I'm not really concerned about drying and curing this product. This isn't going to be weed. I want seeds out of here, so I don't put it in a beautiful environment, a nice condition, or anything. It goes wherever it can go. Sometimes it goes in the grow room, in the corner, so that it gets warm and dry. I just need these plants to dry up quickly. That's all I'm worried about. So I cut them down, hang them. Uh, if the seeds start popping out, then I'll drop them into that Tupperware container or that Rubbermaid or a Sterlite bin. I've got them in there. You can do it a lot of different ways, as long as Uh, your plants are isolated. If you've got more than one strain, if you've got more than one female that has been pollinated, keep them separate so you don't cross the seeds up and get those confused. I make very uh, strong efforts to keep all of my seeds separate because my seeds go out uh, for commercial use. I want people to get what they think they're getting. I want the packages to be labeled correctly. uh, And that takes effort from the beginning. So I've got my plants down, they get into their bins, they get dry, dry, dry. To speed up this drying process, I will take the buds off of the sticks. Uh, I put on some gloves. Uh, they're not super thick gloves, they're just thin leather gloves. Sometimes I can do it barehanded. If the buds are just moist enough, just dry enough, it'll work beautifully barehanded. But here's what we're gonna do: grab the stick and just put your hand around that stock and just pull and knock the buds right off the stick into your uh five-gallon bucket, your stirlight bin, your rubber-made tote. Just get those buds right off of there. We don't need that stick in there. We're not going to dry and cure anything. We're not making smokable flour. We are after nothing but seeds at this point. Now, some of you out there may want to make concentrates or edibles or something with the material that comes from the seeds. I do not do that. Uh, I am focused on strictly seed production, seed movement. I don't care about all the stuff that comes out. All the material, the chaff is what I think we call it, the junk, the trash, uh, that honestly goes in the compost pile or in the Bokashi bucket. And it gets reused. It gets turned back into minerals for plant growth, for compost. Uh, goes out in the yard, gets the plants outside. Not the ganja plants, but the the normal yard looks real good because of that stuff. So um, I honestly beat the shit out of it. It's so beat up by the time I'm done that there's any concentrates we've made with it come out green and funky and gross. Uh, and I don't make edibles myself, so it's not worth my time. I throw it all away. So uh, I pull the buds off the sticks. I got a five-gallon bucket or a tote-filled with just little tiny buds, and they're getting drier by the day. My reasoning is I want to get these seeds dried. I want to get them out of these buds, and I want to get them packaged and get them out to either testers or vendors basically as soon as possible. There's no good in them sitting there, no product does you any good sitting in a garage, sitting on a shelf, sitting in a room. We got to get it somewhere, so I want to get this going as quickly as possible, so I get the sticks out of the buds. I get the buds as small as I can get them. Occasionally when I walk by, I'll just put my hands in there and just break up those buds even smaller because smaller buds, more surface area, they will dry more quickly. Give them a stir, uh, mix up that stuff, get the air out of there, get the moisture out of there, speed them up, get them dry, dry, dry. Once they are completely dry, this is when the fun begins. I want it dry to where if it was weed, you'd be mad that it got that dry. But said this before, I'm not worried about the weed at all. I'm only worried about the beans, which are inside of those flowers. So we're going to get it bone dusty dry. Now we've got a couple of options. Uh, Sometimes I'll use a five gallon bucket and I just put on gloves and it depends on how much material there is. I may just get in there with my fingers and my hands and just do this move and just rub the buds and just grind it all up and crush it up with my hands until it's a fine dust. I'm not going to go hard enough to crush or break or disrupt or rupture or destroy any of the seeds that are in there, but the herb is so dry that I can just rub it with my hands and it'll start crumbling up into dust you can hear the seeds land back into the bucket. Tink, 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 tink. It sounds like it's raining into the bucket if you've done it right. You get a bunch of seeds out of there. Another method that I've seen people do, and somebody's gonna say this is crazy, but I learned it from a crazy person. Big respect to my buddy who showed me this. Uh, At the store, at the hardware store, they sell what is called a paint paddle for your drill. You can get a power drill, and they put a thing on there that is meant to stir paint. It looks like a propeller for a boat or something similar to that. And it's supposed to get down into the bottom of a bucket of paint and stir it. And then you move it up and down and stir your paint. I've seen somebody put that on a drill and stick it in the five-gallon bucket of buds with seeds in it. Excuse me for the throat clearing, you guys. I took a couple of monster dabs, and it's got my throat choked up. But uh, we take the, uh, the paint stir, put it on a medium-low setting. You don't want to get in there and full-on, like, destroy the seeds. But, like, a medium-low setting to where it's spinning and let it hit the buds. And if the buds are dry enough... They basically just crumble under that drill, under that flower bit, under the uh, stirrer bit. It just crushes them. Not bad enough to destroy the seeds. That's something we need to focus on. If you're going to put a drill bit in there, if you're going to use something mechanical, do not crush the seeds. Be gentle, Be uh, pay attention is the word I'm trying to say. So the main objective is to get it super dry and then crumble it up into a dry, dusty mess. You've got a bunch of weed with a bunch of seeds in it. Now we've got a container with weed and seeds. Now we've got to separate that. Here is the funnest part of the game. In my opinion, this is almost the same as trimming. Uh, I don't have to trim because I just turned all my weed into seeds and dust. This is my version of trimming. And then packaging seeds is also my version of trimming. Can't complain about that. But this is the next step. We've got to remove all the beans from all of that weed. Luckily, gravity will work for us for a lot of this. If you've got the right kind of container, you can tip it to one side and most of your seeds will roll to the corner that you've tipped it to if you've done it right if you've used a container that is tall enough wide enough deep enough and not if it's the right shape you may be able to reach in with your hand and pull out most of the material and leave all of the seeds at the bottom help yourself out and just start scooping it out the best you can then we've got a couple of options the most affordable and effective way of course is that old school way just get an album cover or something Uh, a lot of people have no idea what i'm even talking about get a magazine, something flat, and just tip it up on one edge and let the seeds run out and let that heavier material stay. If you tip something up and if you put the seeds on a tray or a magazine or something and you tip it, the seeds will roll down and the weed will stay there. You can do that a couple of times and clean it out. That's the old school way. If you've made a lot of seeds, that will drive you crazy. I possibly could never do that. I would never ever finish sorting seeds. Um, There's another way to do it. You can get a flower sifter from your local grocery store or the mart down the street. It's a sifter. It looks like a net with a plastic ring around it and a handle, but it's a mesh net, a metal net. You throw the material and the seeds in there and gently rub it around over another bowl. The material will fall out of the bottom. The seeds will will remain in the top. You've got your seeds that way. Uh, Wear some rubber gloves because your fingers are going to get all chafed and all funky from that. It's going to take a while. That's a frustrating process. If you don't have a lot of seeds, that will get her done. If you have a lot of seeds, this is when the job does get harder. I've seen, uh, shout out to Masonic Smoker. I haven't seen this method in a long time. He wasn't the first one that I saw do it, but I forgot all about it. Uh, Mace took a container that had herb and seeds in it, and he just gingerly turned on the shop vac and just kind of feathered the top of the the weed and the material and pulled out the weed and just kind of gingerly tipped it around and moved it to where none of the seeds were getting sucked up, but the weed was getting removed from the container. He got most of it out that way, then went back, just kind of hand clean it. Uh, That's a super easy way to do it. The other way to do it is a seed sorting machine. There are numerous seed sorting machines available on the internet. My favorite is the small device. It looks like a white shoebox. It's got two drawers on the front of it. It's got a spot you pour in the material. Uh, The fucking seeds come out on one side. The material comes out on the other. It's fucking magic inside there. I love that machine. It's great. There is another one that is much larger. It hooks up to a shop vac. It's a little bit cumbersome. If you're making a bunch of seeds, that one is effective for you. That's overkill for me, and I make a lot of seeds. It just takes up a lot of space, and you need the shop vac also. Uh, the little white square piece, it's a standalone unit. It's got a computer fan in there, and it works beautifully. The best part about both of those seed-separating devices is there are very simple blueprints and plans all over the Internet. So if you need a seed-sorting machine, there are blueprints, plans, guides all over the Internet. I think my friend Cascadian Grown a while was making seed sorting machines. I do approve of those. Those are quality devices. Check out Cascadian grown on the social media. Uh, if you're in the weed scene, the cannabis crew, you know how to find them. If you're new, uh, follow my social media. Let me know you need to find Cascadian. We'll get you in touch. Honestly, don't know if he's still making them, but he's a good dude. And I want to give him a plug if I've got an opportunity because he would give me a plug if he had the opportunity. Cause that's what family does. All right. Where the hell are we? I got rambly. <clears throat> you can definitely make your own seed sorting machine uh sorting seeds um counting seeds sorting seeds that's another thing that I would recommend is buy yourself a seed counter i think they're about 350 to 450 bucks depending on the quality uh, that you get and of course how quickly you get it shipped uh find one that'll ship it to you for free if you're spending that much money um but a seed counter is ideal i love just putting the seeds in the seed counter and watching it turn around. it doesn't spin it looks like it spins it's vibration love watching the seeds spin up the little thing and into the shoot and show me how many seeds i've got so much better than guessing uh, once you've done it, a lot of times you'll get a good guess, but it's so much better. Then I can do inventory like this. Beep, and they go brrr, and then it tells me how many seeds are there. So awesome. Uh, so get yourself a seed sorting machine or get yourself a, um, a sifter or an album cover or some way to get the seeds out. Have a strategy there. Maybe if you don't destroy that weed so badly by using the sorting machine and all the shit that I do to it, you may be able to make something out of that leftover weed. I never intend to. I never plan to. Uh, I just straight up pollinate everything, destroy the whole plant, get all the seeds out. Then uh, since I have a seed company, I guess I just use the funding from the seed company to buy the concentrates and the edibles, which I would enjoy. That's my strategy there. Um, So let it get real dry, crumble it up. Uh, Once it's crumbled up, that's when you've got some decisions to make. Are you going to use the sifter or how are you going to crumble it? Are you going to use a drill? Are you going to use your gloves? I've seen people put it in a baggie and just stomp on the baggie a lot or mash the baggie with their hands. As long as you get that weed real dry, it will work. Then uh, figure out how you're going to get the seeds out. Are you going to use the sifter, the machine? You're going to use gravity. You're going to use a vacuum. Get those seeds out. Um, wear gloves. I recommend gloves. Also, if you're going to use the seed sorting machines, maybe a mask because it blows a lot of dust around. You do get the green boogers from that, which are never pleasant. Um, then, very important, once the seeds are out of the material, label them. Whatever baggie jar, whatever it goes into, make sure that gets labeled properly. I like to label it what the male plant was, the female plant was, what the cross is called, and the date of the harvest. That way I kind of have an idea how old those seeds are when they came out of the plants. Let's me know what's going on. Now, if there's a problem, I know that it came from this batch. Uh, just helps me out with a little bit of, uh, just helps me out. That's all. Um, then the best part, grow the seeds. Grow these seeds. You've made some cool seeds. You've got them out of your buds. Now you've got to grow them. Before you sell them, share them, pass them along grow them make sure you didn't just make total garbage Uh, don't ask for money for seeds that you haven't tested because who knows what you've got Uh, It could be all boys it could be all intersex it could be mutants or or maybe you just made the new hottest fire on the market store your seeds in a cool dry dark place by now they should be super dry if you followed my method the seeds are dry they're ready to be stored but make sure they're nice and dry before you do seal them up if not you do risk the opportunity for mold and pathogens in your seeds, So let them get, let them get nice and dry, then label them correctly and store them in a cool, dry, dark place. I think that does wrap up my seed harvest episode. Um, if you have any more questions about harvesting seeds, maybe we should talk a little bit about seed storage. Let's write that down. Storage may be an upcoming episode because that seems like the next logical step. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, pimps, hoes, friends, foes, smokers growers clone cutters pollen chuckers all of you beautiful cannabis enthusiasts uh, every member of the irie army i want to thank each and every one of you for listening to the show and of course for supporting the show if you feel like this episode was educational informative entertaining maybe you just want to support the show because you learned something maybe i rescued your garden maybe i made you giggle all you have to do is check out www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart All of the information you need will be right there on the screen. Of course, that link is in the show notes and the video description to make it nice and easy for all of my friends. If you have any questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, I would love to hear from you. The email address is growfromyourheart at hotmail.com. Don't be shy. Let me know what you think of the show. Let me know if I made any mistakes or send your constructive criticism, and I will take it kindly. I think that's all I've got. Oh yeah, check out the website. The website is irigenetics.com. Everything else you could possibly need will be on the website. That's all I've got for you for this episode. I'll be back in a couple of days with fresh new content. I want to give a big shout out to my buddy Billy Podunk. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me.